Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story, crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending now for 11 plus years with <laughs> stories to share. 11 plus. <laughs> you can't, right? I mean, it could be 20 years from now. I could say 11 plus. I'll be correct, right? So you're never lying. Never lying. My name is Riley. I bartended for a little bit, but I do like to people watch. She does, especially her man. <laughs> she's playing with the cat. I could have I could have said she's playing with her pussy and that would have been way better for audio purposes. Oh, I did say that. Whoops. God, you're an idiot. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm we are excited. We have another guest, a bartender who I would love to say you don't need no introduction, but you need introduction. <laughs> but his name's Steve. He runs him and his buddy, Mike run the podcast, the bartenders rant or the bartender rant podcast. I was on their lovely show a couple of weeks ago. We did it. It was so nice that we decided to do it twice and yeah. Well, and good. Now, now you can shut up and let him introduce himself. Yeah. So good morning Hello, slash Greg. afternoon, Steve. How are you doing? I am uh, I am doing well. I'm just getting the day going. Slugged a coffee. Uh, came on late. So uh, you guys have been very patient with me this morning, which if anybody's a listener of Mike and I's show, Bartender Ramp Podcast, this is no, uh, no nothing new for them that I am uh, <laughs> right. Doing yep. the recording hijinks and changing out my microphone six times and late to the recording. And, That's your SOP. Uh, but happy to be here, guys. It's going to be a ton. So you worked, you work at a bar, obviously, and you were there till five in the morning. Yeah, it was a late one. It was a late yeah. one last night. Um, we had a perfect scenario of me closing with some um, some bartenders who don't regularly close on a Saturday night. So right. They, were not always, they weren't keen on all of the little closing duties and side work so there i am just like chugging through side work and everybody's like hey man can i help you with anything and i'm like yeah we have 27 more things we gotta do um <laughs> and then uh the other thing it's been really rainy in baltimore so it was just a not a usual saturday night there were there was a little bit of a weird vibe with the crowd so i, I think i think our staff just got a little drunker than we wanted to All right so <laughs> on top of having a lot of newbies behind the bar at least right. newbies to closing sure um they were also pretty intoxicated so, <laughs> sounds like a perfect storm it, literally if you're not familiar with this podcast we read stories off the internet usually reddit about bartender stories from either the bartender perspective or the guest perspective then we talk about it give our feedback and then we rate it from one to five one being an average story that bartenders would normally hear or that you'd hear just in the gossip and then five being a very unique situation I don't think we've hit a five yet. We hit a 4.5 I think yeah. one time. So yeah, that's what we do. And today Riley's got one, it. One being very common. Yes. Right? And five is just like, I've never seen some shit like that before mm -hmm. in my 20 plus years of, right. yep. of working in the restaurant business. Exactly. Okay. Right. Like, you know, drunk Karen is usually like, you know, a 1.5, you know. But those stories are still super yeah. fun to listen to because you're like, oh my God, it's that not is, just okay, me. That's a good baseline, drunk Karen. Right. <laughs> 
or bartenders who don't know what they're doing and they're serving you. Uh, Never mind. I lost my train of thought. It was the track was here and the train went that way. Yep, that's exactly it. (laughs) Riley, never admit that. It's a radio tease. (laughs) So Riley's got a Riley's got a quick story, and then afterwards, Steve's got hopefully a fabulous story because that's all his. Okay, so real quick, his podcast is they interview other bartenders. Yes. And they go through the gauntlet, which is 10 questions. And so all they do is talk about stories. So he's the long, they're the long form version of what we do. We're 30 minutes. They're like two and a half plus hours. Unless you're Carl and you're I also like, and you're I hammered. also like the fact that, oh, sorry. No, no go, go ahead. ahead. Um, I also like the fact that you guys are pulling these off Reddit too. You know, we, we try to like interrogate people mm-hmm. about things that happen in their own life. Sometimes those stories have to be anonymous. Sometimes they don't give us all the, right. the goods, if you will, right? Right. But like, so I assume that some of these stories that you guys pull off Reddit, it's uh, an anonymous, you know, uh, a bartender or friend thereof, or somebody that heard this third hand putting the skinny up online, like the <laughs> that, dirty detail. Right. We should absolutely figure out a way that people can submit to us anonymously because I, I think we. Absolutely. I mean, that's. Yeah. I think we could get so many more wild stories. Right. That's what we're trying to do with the suggestion box right now. We're trying to, to kind of a hotline that we're, we're seeing if people want to call in and air their grievances um, from behind the bar. But I think that would be great. I think people, when they have that anonymity, are a little bit more loose. Mm-hmm. Right. Story. So I'm interested. Uh, right. And, have cooked up today. Right. Because, like, the Internet does give you some anonymity, but you can still, like, track that down. So right. Reddit, you can, you can be mostly anonymous. Mm-hmm. But we should like have a like a yeah. The, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. A thing? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got that thing. You worked in <laughs> internet. <laughs> we got an email address. People can send us emails. But that's also not as anonymous. Like we need like a fill in field where it just sends to your. Oh, so like maybe on the website we put in like a submission box and yeah, just fill that, it out. Guys, what about a subred? Yeah, we have one of those. That is, that's what I'm saying. People say subred. I I I knew we had it the whole time and just you know. I know we have a subreddit, but that, again, you can't hide behind a username a lot of times. You can delete the fucker. That's true. We, our most common user so far is deleted user. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. I okay. see one that just says backdoor sluts nine. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we also forgot to mention, Steve led into it and I didn't go with it. What are we drinking today? I know you already mentioned some coffee. Are you, are you, are you filling your liquid needs by any other manner or just that? I wish, I wish I could use a, a shot of uh, Kahlua right to the eyeball right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sounds like a nightmare. A shot of Malort would probably just wake you right on up right now. No. Oh, don't eat. Uh, my stomach just turned over. <laughs> <laughs> like, <yeah>. so. <laughs> so I have a funny story. Side note. Um, I have a friend. I made her try Malort the first time and she immediately projectile vomited into the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jenna, oh. yeah. <laughs> There's worse. For any warning at all? Oh yeah, I said this is terrible. You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's on her. I'm back on your side. Right. What we're drinking is two beers from Bent River. It's a it's a localish brewery for us. It's an Iowa. It's technically an Illinois brewing, but they're right next to Iowa. It's in the Quad Cities. Quad Cities, which that doesn't mean anything, because everyone has their own Quad Cities, but right. It's uh, Moline, Illinois. 
I'm doing a blueberry marshmallow sour. And I'm doing the pineapple upside down cake sour. And then just because it's, these are not sweet enough, we're doing a Redenbacher old fashioned. It's a kettle corn infused rum with Demerara and orange bitters. And it tastes like a movie theater. It's fucking fantastic. That sounds like a wonderful combination. I have to say, mm-hmm. um, I am not as blessed to be sipping that particular uh, souped up Boilermaker right now. But I do like the name Moline. It's a great word for getting your vocal range when you're doing your redneck accent. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it really allows you to lean in, into it. No, no pun intended, but uh, that's awesome. I, I love the, I love that we're bringing more like uh, milkshake um, and fermented lactate and into these drinks, especially for me, IPAs. I love these like for these uh, milkshake IPAs mm-hmm. that have been popular. Aslan is a big one out here from outside of DC, but Anytime you can get a fruited sour, you know, uh, uh, even like there's even some like hef- nitro heffies now that have that that milk lactate in it. Oh right. my God. Just so good. The texture of the beer. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hold on. So, what are you doing, psycho? Say. Yeah. The well, cat knew I was speaking the gospel. That's what it was. Someone hit all the buttons. <laughs> okay, hold on. Sorry. God. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> All right, Amaro. Delicious. Yeah. All right, she's on crack. So anyways, all that nonsense out of the way. Right. So Riley, do you have a lovely story for us to share? I do. Or for so you to share. When we have a guest, I usually pick a short one, and I pick one that's just, okay. like, easy. Because I want I don't want to overshadow your story. So this comes from the Malicious Compliance subreddit. Since they shut down the bartender stories subreddit, we got to find them elsewhere. It's from the user CSSJ. Um, It's called order a surprise drink from the bartender. Oh, I'll make sure you're surprised. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So just a short dose of malicious compliance from my previous job where I was a bartender. Too frequently for me to count. I have customers come up to order shots or a mixer and say, surprise me. I used to try to give them interesting shots. Some more obscure stuff that didn't get ordered frequently. And the the customer would then complain that the drink tasted awful. So I started taking a different approach to these surprise drinks. Every time a customer came up and said, surprise me, I would give them a nice glass of water. <laughs> needless, to that, needless to say, they were surprised. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Do you get- I can say right off the bat, relate to the annoyance. Big time. <laughs> this is... Look, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take hold of your show, but I can already tell I'm shading a lot closer to one than to five on this particular one. No, yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like I, in my bar, it happens all the time, right? They're just like, make me something, and because they already know, like, we can do fancy cocktails, and that's what they want. But like, I'm assuming in your situation, because you work more at, at like a speed bar, right? High volume, high yeah, volume. I'm very, I'm, I'm very, very high volume now. Um, I've been in your situation too, where you know, it's craft. And if we make a hundred drinks in a night, that's a lot. Right. Right. Um, but I mean, we're making, I'm making a hundred drinks in 20 minutes. Like, and that's, that's on a light night because we got four or five deep at the bar. So it's a very, you're right. It's a very different, um, sort of environment, but they're both equally annoying. I actually think that you might get it more because, um, people at speed bar, at least if they're somewhat conscious, conscious and not, you know, already fucking hammered, they get up to the bar and they realize, oh, my God, I've been waiting 
10 minutes to even get in this spot. It's me and my seven friends. We're all doing shots. I'll have uh, two yinglings and seven bombs, right? right. Like, and they get their order out and they move on. I can see, Carl, in your scenario where somebody is like, oh, my God, this is a this is a real bartender craft <laughs> experience. And he can make all these magical cocktails. Make me something special. Right. You know, make me <laughs> surprise me. But I feel like it's probably so, easier in his scenario than it is in yours, because if somebody says, surprise me, I'm going to give you a Jack and Coke and say, fuck you. But if he, but he can at, he has time to ask the questions like, oh, what what kind of spirit sure. do you like? Do you like sweet or sour? And then he, he can go from there. But even if I'm so, busy and someone says surprise me, I usually have like three cocktails that I just like these are out the, of pocket. These are the three I just make because they're really good. They're unique ish you know and they're just easy and they're easy and just my go-to right here's a here's a follow-up question for you carl mm-hmm. right, to what riley just said there have been times where i've been in that environment and it's like they're like surprise me and i'll try to get a base on hey what do you like like yeah you know what type of profile and it's like my brain starts racking through the cocktails i know how to make or i know how to make well and i'm like kind of bored by that like <laughs> yeah i don't just want to surprise them i want to surprise myself right <laughs> um do you ever do you ever feel like you're reaching to like be, oh, you want to surprise motherfucker? Here's some crazy <laughs> shit, you know, that we're, made, we're making it up on the fly or I'm, I'm looking up this recipe from, you know, something I read two years ago. You know, There's been times like, I, wait, sometimes if I'm. Yeah, there's been times I've made up drinks on the fly. They're like, what's this called? Like, I have no idea. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, I just literally made it up. And then they come in like three months later. Hey, can you make me that drink that you made? I have no nope. idea. No, nope, because I just fucking <laughs> write it down. Nope. It no, just, okay. there are some yeah, nights right. where like, I just got destroyed through the day, like six hours of just, you know, slaughtered. And someone's like, asked me and there's times I'm like, dude, I don't really know. My brain is a pile of mush right now. <laughs> and so I like, need you to give me direction, right? You need to tell me what you normally drink and then we'll go from there. But are we rating this story first? Uh, I mean, we do can- I rate it now or do I? We usually rate it after we talk about it, but since this story is so mundane, it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a so, one. So I will say this though. It's fun. Since we're a hotel bar, we have event space. We have a lot of weddings and private parties and shit like that. And so like bridesmaids will come down and they're like, oh, we want a fun shot. What's a fun shot? My answer is always Jameson. They're like, that's not fun. I go, I go, it's fucking amazing. I beg to differ. I beg to differ because it, like your boyfriends will think you're super you guys fun. should be me when I'm watching all of your faces drinking Jameson. Right. Right. It, it's fun. <laughs> Let me tell you. And someone, someone goes, you like it because it's only one thing you have to pour. I'm like, see, you get it. <laughs> see, and I feel like an asshole in this situation because I am a surprise me person, but I like almost everything. So like I do this at bricks all the time where I, well, what are you feeling? I was like, just pick a handle and pull it. I don't really care. I just want a beer <laughs> or I just want a cocktail surprise me. Yeah. And I'm almost happier as a bartender when it's a beer thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause we have, we've, we have almost 300 beers. God damn. Uh, you know, of, of those 50 of them are, are on draft. And so it's, we actually have a bucket in one cooler that when reps come by or we run low on something, the beers just go into that giant bucket. It's called the random beer bucket. Right. There, It's $5 for a random beer. That's amazing. Um, so, it, you know, and I never look. I open the cooler and I like look away and I just reach <laughs> in the bucket and make sure it's like a super extra random beer. Right. And so... See, when I'm, I say surprise me, that's acclimated. what I want. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm more acclimated to that if it's a beer order, 
right? I'm happy to just spin around, grab a tap. Yep. Sometimes uh, I get, I, I got to say, I get admittedly frustrated when I'm clearly busy and you get up to the bar and it surprised me, right? Mm-hmm. you know, on a Friday or Saturday night when it's volume. My thing is less about that. I need to now come up with a drink to make you and more about the fact that I cannot understand a human being that walks up to a busy bar, like club style bar on a Friday or Saturday night. They don't know what they're drinking. Yep. They don't know how they're paying. And they don't know who else they're ordering for. That's my question yes. is, why are you here? <laughs> right. <laughs> regroup, come back in 20 minutes and let's have this conversation. Right. It's just it. So the surprise thing is a wrinkle in that. Mm-hmm. Right? Occasionally it's some girl that's like, she's like, I'm flirting with you. Surprise me. And I'm like, I'm too busy for this shit right now. You're getting a lemon drop. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, that's the only people that pressured me. Like, I know they've been staying there waiting 10 minutes. And I go, what do you want? Like, I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck have you been doing for the past 10 minutes? I go, I go, you got 30 seconds to decide or I'm moving on. Right. And they get mad at me. It's like, dude, I am busy as shit. Do you shit. see these people? I am by myself. And I'll make, like, if they're still being annoying, I start talking louder. So everyone to know around me knows that they're being the asshole right now. Right. You know? but, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So point though, Carl, I, um, I think there's, there was a line of demarcation in my serving industry experience. There was the, it's like, uh, before and after Christ, right? Right. The time before I said the words, I'll be back. And the times after I said (laughs) the words, I'll be back. And what I mean by that is like, I was way too scared to tell a table you're taking too fucking long. (laughs) Right. Right. I'll be back to get this order. And now I, I don't know when that changed, but at some point I just, I guess as a broken and jaded man, right. I said, fuck this. Right. Um, if you take more than 30 seconds to start ordering, I'll just say, I'll give you more time. I'll be back. Yeah. And I right. just turn the other direction before there's a response. Right. I'm out. You're, I'm you're already back. pivoting while you're saying that statement. So you're yep, out. Yeah. It reminds me, uh, you ever it, see that? It, it sounds like a disclaimer at the end of a radio commercial. Right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the movie, uh, Zach and Mira make a porno? Oh yeah. So too long, yeah, cappuccino. It's like, what can I get for you? He's like, too long, cappuccino. <laughs> you know, the guy gave him like two seconds. To right. That's what I think all the time. I did that to someone and they're like, like, what are you talking about? And someone goes, it's from a movie. They knew it was from a movie. They just didn't know what movie it was from. Because like, you serve cappuccinos here? I'm like, no, God. No, 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 no. no, no. But, Don't even get that in your head either. Yeah. Right. Do people get mad because right we don't have coffee at our bar? And they have an espresso machine. Coffee? What? No. It's a hotel bar. A, yeah. Is it all the way down the stairs? You got to walk yeah. all the way down. It's the all street. the way down in the other restaurant because we have an actual restaurant and they have an actual like an $8,000 espresso machine. People are like, well, why don't you just go pro- pull espresso? I go, I got to go walk down there, wait three minutes for it to pull and then bring it back to you. That's like a and six. And then clean the machine. And clean the machine. Just, I go, we have cold brew for espresso martinis. And they'll get mad at me. It's like, it's the same fucking thing, man. Like, you're going to get your coffee fix. You better order some You better order some food if you want an espresso and tell me all your condiments because I'm not going back down. Yep, exactly. Right. All right. So, uh, what do what, uh, Steve, what do you rate this story? Did you just have a stroke? I think so. <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> I got to take my little blue pill. Oh, that's the wrong pill. Never mind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, what was the question again? I don't know. I'm not okay. You, are, you, I you am said not you okay. were leaning towards a one. Right. So is it a 
flat one or are yeah, we going to go by I'm, are we going to go look, so i'll give it some nuance we'll call this like a 1.9 and and the reason i'm gonna shade it closer to two is because the story that you presented i i don't usually get the response surprise me as much right it's usually the make me something sweet or i don't know what i want or they come to order and then they turn around and they start counting friends and trying to get people's attention mm-hmm. to see how many they need to order right those are a lot more common the surprise me one, I think just in my environment is still not as common as if it was in a craft scenario. Sure. Now right. it is when we're slower and it's beer wise, but again, no problem with that. I'll just rip, rip a hand. As far as stories, do I, do I need to pick stories that relate to this? No, absolutely not. Whatever you want. No, because I have some, that's the idea though. Like, no, no, it can be whatever story you want to tell the world, but real quick, wow. but real quick, I'll give this, um, just because the bartender threw shade by giving out water, I'm gonna I'll give it a, a one one point six. Yeah, that's a heady play. You know, because that's that's just that's like that's like it's a backhanded compliment, right? Like you're like fuck you asshole. Here's what you get. Right. You need to hydrate, bro. <laughs> um, what do you give it? I'm <laughs> because the asshole in this scenario is the customer who says surprise me. I'm going to give this like a 1.2 because I am that asshole. (laughs) (laughs) It's so relatable because you do it all the time. I don't do it all the time anymore. And it was definitely more often when I was ordering beer. Right. But like now I'll come into your bar and I'll be like, I don't know what I want. Just make me something. That's different. You're sleeping with the bartender. Reading it it thinking, hey, this is a kindred (laughs) philosophy. Did I write this story? Am I the asshole? (laughs) I'm going to have to DM them. (laughs) Let's so, go to places and not know what we want. <laughs> Carl, what'd you say it was? Um, One point. I don't even know. Six. I think I said some shit like that. So if you have a better story or a relatable story, and you'd like to share it with this wonderful podcast we call, do you want to start a tab? We do have a subreddit. It is in the link of any podcast platform that you're listening to. Go drop us a story. We'll read it. We'll discuss it. And we'll tell you if you were the asshole in the story, if you're in the story. But even if it was just a fun little story, just share it with us. We like all stories, yep. big or small. Yep. And then while you're on that podcast platform, just leave us a little review. It helps grow our podcast besides sharing with a friend because it's a tough world out there. We need all the help we can get. Okay. I wish there was a pity party like button. <laughs> no. There is a womp womp. I know. That's not what I want. You know, like a little violin playing you know, in the background, like mm. something like that. But all right, Steve, do you have a story? Yep. Is a story whatever you want to share with us? It doesn't have to be the same. It can be whatever your heart pleases. I might have to give you, I might have to give you two just because this one, the one that I knew you, I knew uh, you'd give us two. I just knew. <laughs> not robust enough. Not right. Robust enough. But um, no, in, in relation to this, uh, this particular topic, this is a pretty good one. About a year and a half ago, I come into work and uh, our general manager who we, you know, we affectionately call Cleveland, comes up to me and goes, hey, man, you're going to be taking care of this party down in the basement. And I'm like, all right, yeah, no problem. Of course, uh, what's uh, what's the deal, you know? You always want to know, is this some 16-year-old girl's birthday party? Right, right. Is this like a 50, you know, is this a 50-year retirement party? You know, what what am I dealing with here? Right. Um, you know, do I need to stock a particular thing to make sure I have enough of something? So he goes, ah, just a couple of cross dads. Well, I look at the spec and it's, like 40 to 50 lacrosse dads and they're having a reunion of the champ high school championship lacrosse game. Oh, oh no. 30 years ago. Oh so let no. Me very, let, me, let me, let me try to 
explain what that means to to people that are not from the mid Atlantic. I understand lacrosse is getting more uh, popular, but in Baltimore, lacrosse is God. There is. I, I mentioned that this is a very Catholic state before we hopped on here. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow the only thing that outranks Catholicism <laughs> is lacrosse. <laughs> so it's like football it, in it Texas. Is, oh, it's foot. Yes. It's football in Texas. The, the only difference is that uh, people who play football in Texas, there is, a, I think a purity in the idea that again, football has blue collar roots. Okay. Lacrosse does not. Lacrosse right? is very it's waspy. Rich yeah. asshole, whitewashed, a lot of bullshit cunts, okay yeah. <laughs> that that bring orange slices to the game that's all i'm saying um anyway lacrosse is uh is it's a fun game it's fast i've never played it you know my parents are from chicago so it's always been foreign to me but i've known a lot of lacrosse players over the years i've known a lot of lacrosse parents i've taken care of a lot all right and the common thread is they seem to be a little bit high maintenance. All right. <laughs> Even the dads, it's just a, you know, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of, uh, uh, vests and a lot of like vineyard vines, button up shirts, <laughs> sweaters and, uh, tied the in same a same pair. Yeah. The same pair of $200 faded jeans, you know, and a lot of land rovers and range rovers parked out in the parking lot. So this is what I'm dealing with, right? I'm dealing with some, with some hoity-toity dudes that are reliving their nostalgic glory days of high school. And I, so once I realized that, I'm like, all right, they're going to drink like fish. They're going to be annoying uh, in the sense that they're going to be just yelling orders at me and one stuff. So I, I knew that whatever the vein was early on of what they were drinking, I needed to overstock it. Right. So party starts. They're just slugging uh, Yinglings and uh, and Heineken, so I'm just like overstocking that stuff, pouring a lot of shots. There's a buffet out; not a single one of them is touching it. They're just <laughs> they're here to drink. <laughs> all of them are flashing their high school championship ring, and they're like, you know, they're just you know basically sucking each other's dick. Remember the time that Tommy got slammed while he was making that gold? Oh, <laughs> um, that kind of thing. Uh, and the entire time in my head, I'm doing the impression of a former bar back I had like five years ago at another legitimately lacrosse bar. And he used to do a uh, surfer. He used to do an imp- like make fun of these lacrosse parents by doing a surfer hippie lacrosse guy <laughs> that would always have that would always rhyme. So it'd be like smoking bowls and scoring goals, <laughs> stringing t- stringing uh, sticks and fucking chicks. <laughs> like these little anecdotes like that so i have that playing in my head the shift's going fine we're ringing up a big tab i'm laughing to myself and all of a sudden kind of like the main ringleader guy comes up to the bar and he goes i need shots for everybody like you know 30 40 shots and i was like all right all right cool uh you know like what do you want no big deal james and you know single shot are we doing mix whatever Mm -hmm. and the guy goes i want you to hurt us and I was like, what is that? Mean? I was like, dude, am I pouring like doubles for everybody? Are we doing? No, that's a four horseman. Malort, so, you know, that's a four yeah, horseman. Malort on hand. Right. Yeah. Or three wise and, men. Uh, and he, yeah. And so I, 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 I'm like picking at him. I'm like, what does that mean? And he goes, I want you to make us something that is going to hurt. Like try to make us throw up. Like, oh, a snowshoe. Like, like this guy, <laughs> again, it's been 30 years since high school and this guy's still living a pissing contest. Right. Day, right. And 
And so I think it was just like a gauntlet that him and all the all the guys wanted to go through that kind of thing. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm are you, are you sure? Because once I pour these, like, there's no going back. I'm charging you for him. He goes, do it. <laughs> and so I kind of like this guy. Yeah. I kind of like, like, you know, like, <laughs> like I hate him, but I, I love didn't it. Want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but he started to win me over. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want to hate this guy. But um, long story short, I, I do the the very you know quick inventory in my head of what I have behind the bar that's not going to taste well mixed together. And it took all of about 10 seconds before I just clicked. And I was like, oh, yeah, we should take rumble mints and mix it with pickle vodka. That oh, no. Like a wonderful combination. And when I talk, when I'm talking about pickle vodka, I'm talking about uh, there's a bar here in Baltimore across from Camden Yards called Pickles Pub, and they make their own uh, pickle juice infused vodka. And it is neon green, like uh, like Nickelodeon slime. Right. <laughs> insane. And so basically I did 50 50 um, parts of, of Rumple and the pickle vodka. And I poured 40 of them. And I would say about three of the dads there immediately projectile vomited into the same <laughs> trash can. I intentionally put a trash can out. There. So I was like, this is gonna, this is not gonna go well. That's awesome. And it was like slug. So I have, uh, so anyone ever does that for you or asks, you know, random shots and make it strong. Uh, there's a shot some guy ordered for me and 12 other people last call called a snowshoe. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's Rumplemints and Wild Turkey 101. And so at its last call, so everyone thinks they're doing Rumplemints because it smells like Rumpies. But if you order it for everyone, you order yourself Rumplemints, not this, because about 20, 30 minutes later, that wild turkey 101 starts working it's, uh, fucking magic and it sneaks up on you yeah so but man like i actually that i got to be am i a bad person cuz that actually sounds kind of good <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's all that hate and just build up of 20 years like you you know what right. i could do that you, know? you said you wanted to throw up i could make that happen and i actually i took that shot yeah. before i ever started bartending so i wasn't like i was not like seasoned. a huge i was not a seasoned drinker you know so like it's like what the fuck and like we got back to someone's house and we're all sharing like trash cans toilets you know kitchen sinks and throw all thrown up together it was it was a beautiful, disgusting thing, <laughs> but so how did that party turn out? Did you, did they take care of you? Like, was it a good night for you money wise? You know, they did. Okay. Yeah, they did fine. And, 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 you know, I talked a little bit of shit on the front end, but here's the thing about it. Like they will always tip you well, right. They right. Will always pay their bill. There is not a lack of money. It's the way that they make you feel right. Right. As they're paying you. As right. they're looking down their nose at you. So that reminds me, like, like when you're talking about that, all I think about is American Pie when uh, fucking Stifler and the other pretty boy are on the lacrosse team and they're all like just broing out, you know, yeah. and, and that's, I just yeah. see that 30 years from, you know, just like that scene, you know? Right. I don't know. But yeah, we don't have lacrosse yeah. here in Iowa, so. I have to tell you, if it was a 40 person party of lacrosse moms, I may have quit that day. <laughs> oh, I bet. Scary ones. The look. The lacrosse moms are like nothing else you've ever, ever seen in sports. They're I like promise. Karen's on steroids, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the only one that comes close to it. And I've, I've heard this pray tell from friends in the Midwest. 
we're not a big hockey state. People don't really play hockey around here, right? Yeah. And I've heard that hockey moms can be like this. But I, I feel like hockey moms and lacrosse moms are probably very similar. Right. Just their drink is different. I feel like yeah. where <laughs> I feel like so where good. where yes, lacrosse moms are going to order wine. You the the yes. hockey moms are ordering yes. Mick Ultras and they're pissed if you don't have Mick Ultra. Yes. Okay. All right. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. It's a lot of um. It's a lot of Josh Cab. A lot of Josh Cab. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That <laughs> sounds good. Let's go get um, some Josh. <laughs> yeah. No. That's uh. Oh, man. What? Oh, shit. I had something similar one time, but I don't know. It's just always the big groups of people, like the reunion. Oh, I know what happened. So the other day, um, we had about six guys in the bar, but they weren't at the bar. They were sitting like at a table. And one guy comes up, he orders drinks for everyone. He's like, he goes to me, I'm sorry about the conversations we're having. They're, it's business guy talk. And I couldn't hear anything they're saying. Right when he says that, I'm like, oh, they're being super douchey right now. Right. You know, the way they're, they're trying to one up each other, you know, and right. all these dumb business stories that guys, you know, they can't let the other guys know that they're the fucking fish weak. that I bought is bigger than the fish that you caught. Right. And that's a, that's yeah, an, yeah. an analogy for my dick. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So what's funny is, so they leave and then one of my regulars uh, comes, he comes up, Nick, and he goes, did you hear what those guys are talking about the entire time? He's like, fuck me, man. I go, <laughs> I didn't hear, but they are, he pre-apologized for what they're happening. I go, why do business guys think they just got to fucking like just peacock the entire time, you know, and just be so inappropriate, but they think they're amazing. I'm, I don't know why it's, it's the, it's the day in day out of going into the office and everything is measured by numbers. Look, right. I worked in corporate sales for a long time. When you would walk in the office, and, and I, I, granted, worked in a more laid-back environment. We had a putting green. We had a bar in the office. We had, we had uh, dartboards, you know, and everybody's friends, open concept. But the first thing that you see when you walk in the office is everybody's sales board with a literal fucking ranking and dollar. And dollar right. Ranking, right. Right. So it's kind of hard to escape the uh, I'm being ranked every day by per dollar. Uh, right. It, it know, caters to the masculine that. nature to one up each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's very, um, they, they can't turn it off. So I, I saw the Sam's club version of that yesterday or two days ago. I went to go check out and on one of their old checkout lanes where you, they used to have a person was uh -huh. a, was a, a dry erase marker. And it basically said, if we go 10 days with getting at least 10 applications for credit cards per day, you get an extra 15 minute break. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, oh shit. We had that. At, we had that at family video. Fucked. I mean, like, that's a fuck. Like, like that just means like they want you to keep pushing credit cards to people. They'll give you one extra 15 minute break. Like, oh, yeah, but I mean, they do it. Upton Sinclair. What is this? 1910. Right. <laughs> they do that everywhere though. When I worked I at family yeah. video, we, there was in the staff, in the staff bathroom, there was a whiteboard that ranked sales of candy bundles and like uh movie specials where you rent three new releases get the fourth one free and like whoever it, made the most yeah. dollars like you got to take a certain amount of commission home maybe i should do that you really need to start finding different ways to incentivize our employees right maybe pay people living wages Which is right instead oh, fuck <laughs> That is such a good idea. Is but it though? No, but you know, we have to pay people. Pizza but, parties but aren't pizza enough. Pizza parties are good. <laughs> pizza parties. 
All right. So uh, I, I, I heard a great go ahead. I, I heard a great quote the other day that if a if a job calls you a rock star, they are underpaying. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I said, yes, that is so true. That is the language that you never want to hear. Right. Um. All right. So story time. Right. Is that what you're going to say, Carl? Oh, I was going to say, what do we want to rake that story? Oh. Um. So I actually was a server at a hockey mom party <laughs> when I, when I did serve. So, uh, <laughs> it, it was actually very similar <laughs> except for they didn't order shots. So because, because the guy was like, make it hurt and was willing to do whatever. I'm going to give this story yeah. a solid four. Yeah. I'm going to do three and a half for the exact same reason. Like right. the whole party seemed like just, now, obviously that's not a normal party, but you get, like you said, those reunions where people just want to, like when I went to my class reunion, everyone just wanted to kept talking about high school. I'm like, fuck man, like we're 20 years past high school. Let's talk about what's going on now. Literally anything, anything else, else. <laughs> but whatever. But then the, it's the shot thing. Like bring the rain, bring right. the pain, you know, right. like let's bring it. <laughs> bring the fucking rain. <laughs> no well, doubt, well, and I, I feel mean, like, I feel like I'm with Riley. It's, it's, it's a solid four, maybe a 4.2 because what makes it unique is I've had people play shot roulette, gin roulette. I've had them do a crazy, hey, give me something. I, my friend hates tequila. Give that to him. Right. I've had that before. But never somebody be like, literally make me the worst thing you fucking can. <laughs> give me 40 of them. You know? 40. <laughs> Just it. by volume, it deserves a four. And I'm assuming that bar downstairs is probably more limited or it's limited, limited than your upstairs yeah. bar, right? Only, only in regard to beer. Oh wow! We actually, so we renovated it during COVID. And oh, okay. We, we really built it into us. It, it's it's stocked to the nines. I can't wait to see this fucking bar. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but um, I I feel like we're going to have to to interject here. Um, first of all, it's great that like nothing in the story at any point you were like. Yeah, they were total assholes all night, which again is why I rated it highly because yeah, they were assholes, but they weren't like. They were just being douchey bros. Right. It wasn't like there's nothing yeah, that they were just doing their thing. Right. There was nothing outstanding that was like this woman lit into me because we ran out of her Chardonnay and she had to drink a Pinot Grigio and she was pissed about it. So she threw a glass of wine at me. That may or may not have happened. Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> but um, also you were you were the asshole. Like I know he asked for it, but you're the asshole. <laughs> I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. You, he did he what he's told. Pickles. He did what With he was told. He's complacent. He's the malicious complacent <laughs> asshole guy. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the asshole in this story, I think, is your boss for booking the party. <laughs> it's hard to identify. You know, initially, as I was telling it and thinking, who is the asshole? Sure, I considered myself. <laughs> and I even considered the guy that placed the order. But I think that the real asshole is whoever provoked that guy. Okay. <laughs> That's really, fair. There were there were pissing contests happening abound all throughout right. the room. Some guy said something stupid to this dude, like, "Oh yeah, well I fucked your girlfriend, Pat." Right. And he's like, "All right, give me forty of them and make them hurt." His wife cheated on him like the night before. Now he's just taking out on all his fucking friends or something. With the guy With, who yeah. ordered. <laughs> or he got sat like, you know, the last three minutes of the game, he got sat down. So like, you know, Steve could go in and play for right. his position or something like that. You know, <laughs> he twisted his ankle and he couldn't play anymore. Right. So now everybody has to hurt like he did. 
I wish you would have asked. I, I wish you would have asked them like after you order, like who hurt you? <laughs> I should have. I should have. I did ask him, but why? But why? Why would you want, why would you want this? Um, I don't. I, I want to party with that guy, and I don't want to party with that guy. Right? No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you be very clear. You don't want to party with that guy unless you want to talk about 1980s high school lacrosse in the state of it. it or I should say the state of Maryland, but Baltimore uh, for the rest of your life. You do know the cliche about Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you're from Maryland, they don't ask you where you went to college. They ask you where you went to high school, <laughs> and that's not that's not a joke. We're we're a state of so many private Catholic high schools, like you you can't even understand. They are just like, it's a status thing. Mm-hmm. So especially if you're from Baltimore, you'll get into your career, like way beyond higher education. I'm not talking about like first job out of college. I'm talking like you're 10 years into your career. You have a master's degree, but maybe you're even a doctor and you sit down for an interview and the first thing out of somebody's mouth, so where'd you go to school? And you say, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm... I went to UPenn yeah, like, medical school and Johns Hopkins for my specialization. Oh, no, 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 no. Where'd you go to high school? Like that's, it, it's, hang on. it's annoying. So trust me, you do not want to go out with this guy. <laughs> I am ready. What are my three choices? Story number one is called the bird that came to life. <laughs> number two, number two is called I stole her bike. <laughs> and story number three is called licking Sharpies. <laughs> oh no. So you gotta pick it you gotta, you're picking which story he's gonna tell. <laughs> yeah. Um yes. you only get one, Carl. It's between Sharpies or birds. <laughs> which one do you pick? Um The Bird That Came to Life or Licking Sharpies. Yes. Let's go licking Sharpies. I knew that's the one you're gonna pick. Uh, <laughs> I knew I just had a feeling that's the one. I was gonna go with birds, but then I was like, he knows I'm gonna choose oh. birds. <laughs> and I knew you knew that, so I knew that you were gonna do that. Oh, okay. Okay. Inception here. So let's talk about drugs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brain on do you want to start a tab? <laughs> um no, I uh so my senior year of college at West Virginia, every single friend I had decided we're all going to spring break together. It's our last hurrah. And where do we go? The great city of Panama City, Florida. <laughs> um, which at the time was just a you know, a bastion of open carried underage drinking uh, in the streets. It was incredible. And Sounds so terrific. Uh, we actually rented an entire floor of a hotel and we wow. go down to uh, Panama City Beach and it's just complete debauchery. You know, I, I think I brought down like uh, probably seven or eight handles of tequila and then there's those pre-made margarita buckets where you just add the tequila to the right. bucket. Uh-huh. and I was just drinking that out of a pour spout all week so it was <laughs> spring it was break I also I also was eating drugs like cereal I was just anything <laughs> I could get my hand you know molly and you're probably doing a little too much cocaine and we we're smoking weed and it was just it was debaucherous right it was Sodom and Gomorrah so getting close to the last day of the trip um, you know all these hotels have like a pool party Right. Right. So we're really getting ratcheted up. We're going to go down to the pool party. We're going to hang out and then we're going to all go out, out drinking after we're done with that. And so we go down to the pool party and they're doing like, you know, they have like a DJ there at the party and there's like 
it's a giant hotel. So there's hundreds, maybe even like, like a thousand people at this giant pool party and DJs going and they're doing like little games in between songs where they bring people on stage. Mm. You know, you do something embarrassing and then whoever is the quote unquote winner as decided by the angry mob, that person gets some prize, right? right. Follow alcohol or free happy hour at some bar in town or something. So they announced that uh, they're going to be giving away a free spring break for the following year that this company that helped us book the trip would be giving away a free spring break to ever had the sexiest tattoo anywhere in, in, in the pool party. And my drunk brain was like, I've got this one. This, this, no one is going to touch me when it comes to this one. So I have a tattoo on my ass and I knew that if I got up there and just dropped my pants in front of everybody on stage, I'm going to win this. Thing. So I go up and it's, you know, and again, I'm, ver I'm verging on like a, a brownout at this point. And girls and guys are coming up from the stage and like guys have things that say like revolution on their arm or like, you know, some girl has uh, like a Bible verse on her, on her ribs or like a little heart on her hip or something like that. And you're supposed to like walk up and tell your name and then, uh, and then, um, you know, show your tattoo. And so I walk up, they put the microphone in my face. They were like, tell your name, where you're from. And I just turn around and drop my pants and moon the entire crowd. <laughs> and, and my tattoo is the Natty Bowface. So it's this little like mustache man with a little winky eye. <laughs> so it's all like winking at them. And the crowd goes crazy. I win the free spring break. And I'm, I'm in one of those modes, right? Where I'm like, oh my God, I won something stupid. And I <laughs> rush of adrenaline. <laughs> uh, so the drinking that was already excessive then really ratchets up over the next hour. And everybody's like, well, hey, you just want a free spring break. And there's like four tickets with it. People start being nice to me. Everybody's like, oh, you got all of the drugs, all of the beer, all yeah. of the booze. Hey, man, go take some Molly. Hey, man, you want to smoke this blood? Hey, let's shotgun this beer. Right. I go berserk <laughs> over the next hour. Pool party ends. Friends go. We got to go out to a bar. Okay, um, Harpoon Hannah's. We're going to this bar, and we get there, and I walk in. I'm wobbling, and the bouncer at the front door goes, "Hey, man, you sure you're all right? You sure you're all right? You're not gonna fall asleep in here, right? You're not gonna fall asleep." I'm like, hey, "Man, I'm good, you know." <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes in the bar, I fall asleep on my bar stool, and because there's no back or sides to it, I literally fall asleep and just. <laughs> right, right out of the ground hit the ground like a sack of potatoes keep sleeping i'm woken up by the giant bouncer who's picking me up and he's like you gotta go man you're done you're done kicks me out all right now this is a monster big you know beach bar there's multiple different doors so he kicks me out and i have that moment of like lucid clarity <laughs> i'm not drunk I'm not drunk. I'm fine. And I run around to the front of the of the building and I get back in before that bouncer has been able to coordinate with the rest of the staff that like this guy's done. So oh, no. The front door that then lets me back in. And so for the next you know, 20 minutes, I'm like ducking the first bouncer and I'm like trying to get away from trying to get away from only to sit on a bar seat, fall asleep and fall off again. <laughs> for a second time. Upon the second time. That bouncer says to himself, okay, this kid is done, but I got to make sure everybody knows he can't get back in. Right. He's got a blue Sharpie, covers the entire back of my hand. 
okay, in blue Sharpies. Takes a, a black Sharpie, covers the entire back of my other hand in black Sharpie. So I just have, like, hands painted. <laughs> <laughs> it kicks me back out on the curb. And I don't know if the drugs were on a slow release, but this is when the Molly starts hitting. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I'm like, am I an Oompa Loompa now? Like, what is the fuck is going on? I'm like, you know, I'm painted blue and black and I start freaking out. All I all I know in my head is I'm really high. I'm alone out on this curb. I got to get back into this bar. Where oh, my no. <laughs> and so the only way I'm going to get this Sharpie off is I'm going to start licking it off. <laughs> Because it won't so I am just like licking the back of my hands, trying to get enough saliva to scrub the sharpie off. And yeah, I'm gonna pause for laughter. Dude, I like, can only see your dumbass sitting there like, a, like a cat. You're looking like a cat right now. You're because just, you think yeah, it was exactly. faster than it was. And like you're right. Like and um, to my credit, I do a pretty good job. And. Uh, so the women like your licking abilities too? Ow. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll suck chrome off of a trailer hitch. As they say. <laughs> fall through a garden hose. Um, hey, hey, motherfucker, you're staying in our spare bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, what happens uh, in East Coast stays in the East Coast. That's a decent, that's a deep cut, right? Um, all right. I'm going to wrap this up. So anyway, I get most of the Sharpie licked off mm -hmm. and I am, I am like ready to, like re-enter the bar, but of course I've been sitting five feet from the front door, so the bouncers watch. It's not like I'm gonna trick anybody. Sharpie on the back of my hand, right? And so I don't know why, but my drug-riddled brain goes, "I bet you could break in through the kitchen." Oh my god! Round. I walk around to the very back of the restaurant and there's like this giant fence. But you know, like when they chain a fence together, you can kind of like pull it, mm -hmm. like separate. Right. I separate this fence. I jump in. I'm now in this like dumpster area. I see a door pop into it. I'm in a dark kitchen. All the lights are off. Kitchen's closed. Nobody's in there. I can't get out of this fucking kitchen. <laughs> I'm opening doors one after another. It's, 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 a, it's, 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 it's a, a freezer. Cooler. I can't get out of this fucking ki kitchen to save my life. I'm higher and higher. I'm like, I think the agitation is like making the Molly work double. Right. I am just like hallucinating and just not, not understanding what's going on. All of a sudden, I throw a door open and I'm behind a bar, right? <laughs> behind this bar. There are bartenders running back and forth. I'm like, what the fuck? And I just jump out the side of the bar. I end up like seeing a friend flag me down. I go running over. I'm like hanging out for like five minutes. I'm like trying to catch my mouth. It's like, you guys are never gonna believe this. I got kicked out twice. They sharpened my hands. I like the sharpies off. <laughs> and, you know, I broke through the kitchen. I was like, ah, I was like, ah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get a tap on the shoulder. And it's a bouncer that I have not seen before. And he's like, you got to go. And I was like, what? Why? And he goes, you're the guy who th fell asleep earlier twice. And, and I was like, no, no, I'm not, dude. What are you talking about? That's not me. And he goes, you have Sharpie all over your face. We just watched you lick it off on the sidewalk. Dude, you have to go. I, my I don't realize until the next morning my face is just <laughs> you have a whole beard of sharpie that i've licked off the back of my palms yes some of my friends didn't mention <laughs> yes that is the sharpie licking story <laughs>
Wow, <laughs> that's, that's a wild ride. Now I want to hear the other two. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's a hell of a drug. You're going to have to have me back on. I'd love to do it another time. Maybe we just do an episode yeah, yeah. while we're all on Molly and just see where that story leads us all to. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Nah. No, that's going too far. <laughs> that's that's the that's that's the hundred dollar per month Patreon episode right there. I'm brave. I'm brave with a mic in front of me, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm that brave. The things I might say. <laughs> it's a safe space, Steve. We're in a safe space. It's a safe space. We're just gonna broadcast it to everybody. Broadcast to everyone with a live stream on every platform right. humanly possible. Dude, that's it's uh, gonna be. We're gonna change the show to "Do you want to start a prison?" <laughs> Do <laughs> oh you want to start a parole? Man, like there's, there's. How a, did you not get arrested? That's what know, I want to know. A lot of people. So almost every. So all three stories I was going to tell you tonight, and most of my stories, people constantly ask me, "How do you not get arrested?" Part of it is I have a golden horseshoe up my ass. I have crazy, stupid, dumb luck. <laughs> the other thing is. Even though I'm a very aggressive person, I am not intimidating, right? Like, right. I'm not super tall. I'm not like jacked. I'm not mean when I'm drunk, right? Ever. Okay. I think that what that does for me in a lot of these like really intoxicated contexts is they're like, oh, he's not a threat. He's just an idiot. Right. He's an idiot, right? Like he's a pinball that's just going to like bounce from like thing to thing to thing to thing. To thing. I'm also, a, I, I, I'm good. I'm better at talking myself out of shit than I'm good at talking myself into shit. Right. I'm pretty good at that. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it just comes with the territory. I've gotten very lucky in my day, but um, I, not like there haven't been stories that ended in me in handcuffs, but <laughs> I will, I will say this. I am a little bit scared to come and hang out with you for a couple you're, of nights. You're a scared. Oh, you're I'm a scared. Fine, baby. I'm scared. Like, I'm afraid yeah, that he's not going to make his plane. <laughs> I was going to say, good thing we're not going to a show that like gets the adrenaline up or anything. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but all right. I'm so I'll be on a war path that night. Man, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give the story a fucking five, man. It's the uh, relent. Well, it's, no, yes, don't do that. Yes. I'm, blow I'm, I'm blowing my load on you, dude. Steve. I'm blowing my load on you. I mean, cause like, oh like, God. let wow. me put myself in the perspective of a bouncer here. <laughs> Drunk ass college kid gets kicked out right. during spring break. Makes sense. Comes back in, gets kicked out again. Sure. Third time. Third it's time. Not, right. Tonight, but through then, the kitchen. But you're watching the <laughs> idiot out there licking his fucking palms and just trying to get it off. Cause you know what he's trying to do. Like you already know, like, oh, this dumb fucker. <laughs> Right, and then like not getting back in. And then you know what? They probably did the next day. They went and look at the the photo, the video surveillance of you fucking breaking in. You know, they probably went and watched it. It's like those. It's like those videos where you see like deer trapped in buildings. They're just wrecking everything. Right. So uh, another reason why I'll this is a you, a five to me is I never went on spring break. Right. Like I never went to like Florida for a week and just partied hard. So right. I can't relate to this story at all. Because I just never experienced it. You know, I mean, I've done some things like this. I mean, you think about movies that they talk about spring break, like jump or 22 jump street and mm -hmm. spring breakers. And you watch all the movies that take yeah. place in Panama city. And that might be like on par with the Hollywood version of spring break, which is 
I think, I think we, we sat down for a while. We can probably write a decent, like, you know, 40 minute independent film about like (laughs) that experience and just like about being trapped in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, uh, you know, I think, I think when you bring enough substances into the same pot, interesting (laughs) things are going to happen. Oh, I got, I got a friend. Good thing. Yeah, I, I, this story is not going to be full, but I basically had a friend who was on Molly at a strip club, left by himself, and then the the, the strip club was like is like six miles outside of town. He had adventured back from the strip club into town, and the story he told us is very <laughs> similar to that. I am not going to call this guy out because right. he, he whatever right, but we'll talk in person about this. But it's <laughs> it's very similar kind of to yours, but it's like a unique story, yeah. but. Anyways, it sounds like a journey. Oh yeah, it was a journey for him. A well. saga. So Riley, what do you rate your story? Or rate uh, Steve's? Um, licking the sharpies. Yes, it's the thinking you can lick your hands for me. I'm gonna give you a four point oh, hey, nine. I licked them clean. Okay, yeah. let's get it. Let's get it right. You, you passed you, it to you your face. Your, you licked your hands clean. <laughs> that did not there change your face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you look like you look like Mel Gibson from Braveheart, right? You got like a blue streak down your fucking right. face. Yes, correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> That's right. I should have yelled when I came out behind the bar. Right. <laughs> Dude, I was trapped in that kitchen for a long time. Now, maybe it was the Molly, but I'm telling Dude, you. Dude, I bet you, I bet you were there for like two minutes. You know. <laughs> I, I know, but in but but for my for my consciousness, I was in the. i'm gonna go 4.9 because i feel like if i give it a five that's like that's taking away the glory of something that could be yeah higher i agree riley 4.9 i think carl carl i am going to i'm gonna subtract yours to a (laughs) 4.9 he's gonna make the executive decision oh i didn't know that's how this works steve well thanks for letting me know how the rules of my fucking podcast work you know listen i i don't want to i don't i don't want to take control it's your show i just feel like i feel like that elusive five is still out there you know what i mean so so hear it one day on on the uh, on the show, all right? But I don't, I I, I cannot take credit. Okay, fine. <laughs> four. You know what? Fuck you. We're going four three then. Oh my god! Come on. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all searching you for yourself out of a five. We're searching for that unicorn, right? right. <laughs> that unicorn that's yeah. never going to exist. There's never going to be a five. Right. Damn straight. Out of all of your stories that you have, your own experiences, what do you write your story? Um, I will, I, I, to me, to me, just because I know myself, Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's like ridiculous behavior (laughs) for you. Right. Um, Right. I'm I'm a relentless human being. So like when I get an idea in my head, that's it. That's what is going to happen. So I don't really think that it's that insane. Like, I feel like a lot of the stories that I could have told you tonight and that I have are in a similar vein. Like, Steve is an idiot. Steve is determined to be an idiot. Self up out of the gutter <laughs> of being an idiot. Steve acts more like an idiot. Right. right. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. Um, so I'm gonna give it like a three five. Jesus I'll Christ. Give it a three, five. As far as uniqueness. But, um, okay, I, so I, what I, I how appreciate about the love from you guys? Okay, so how long how long have you been with your girlfriend for now? Uh we're going on three years. 
What would she rate this story of, of Steve's stories? Probably like a one. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Typical. Oh, that's another Tuesday here in Baltimore. <laughs> She was just she was just lamenting the fact that this past football season I I went to a Ravens game with a bunch of buddies and got absolutely shellacked, and she found me after looking for three hours on sleep on somebody's porch in South Baltimore in Federal Hill. She literally had to like scrape me off the sidewalk and put me in the car. So uh, she is a patient, patient woman. All right, Steve. So if people want to hear more of your interesting uh, stories, where what would you like to plug? Or let people know. Thank you, Carl and Riley. <laughs> this wonderful program. Um, and thank you for coming on our show, Carl. Uh, the Bartender Rant Podcast is what I'd like everybody to check out. Okay. With my wonderful co-host, Michael Windsor. We are about to celebrate our 50th episode, which we are very excited about. Awesome. Tease my mother is going to be our guest for our 50th episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> I won't tell some of these stories, but we'll see how that goes. Um, no, it's, it's a ton of fun. We obviously do uh, more of a long form show. We interview local bartenders about life in the service business. We have them make us their favorite cocktail. And then we take them through a series of questions that we call the gauntlet. And we are on all platforms where you get your podcast give us a listen. And of course, uh, check out all these wonderful things that the, do you want to start a tab crew is doing on Patreon as well. Yeah, no, I love your guys' podcast. It- I mean, obviously it's longer form. So, you know, you're taking a trip, you know, or you're working all day, you know, in an environment where you listen to podcasts, it's a good time because like, that's what's great about like your show and our show, right? Like it's taking these stories that people just live and like just showcasing them to everyone else that like it happens on the daily. These aren't like unique stories, like shit happens all the time. It's, it's commiseration at its finest. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Commiseration for sure. Bartenders live big, so it's, yep. uh, <laughs> we've heard some crazy stories. <laughs> and we have future stories that we're going to learn about, right? That we have no idea. We don't know what's going to happen tonight. You have no idea what the fuck you're going to walk to on a Sunday night bartending, right? Yeah, that's what's so evergreen about this business is, uh, you know, I could go and I'm, I'm going to bartend tonight. I'm going to close. And I have no idea if uh, by the time Mike and I record the next show, <laughs> I'm going to have a whole new load of bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh what we're gonna do now is we're going to talk more to steve <laughs> stroke number two in one hour we're going to talk more with steve on our bonus episode called last call that is specifically uh on our patreon for an amazing three dollars a month just $3 a month, you get access. It's the same as the cover charge from last week's story. Right, exactly. You can't even buy a fucking beer for $3. <laughs> Sometimes, depending. If it's part of an 18-pack, you might be able to. Right. But, <laughs> so yeah, go check out us on Patreon for $3 a month. You get bonus episodes of our guests. Learn about why are they bartending. Or just random, casual conversations. Riley and I will start adding our own content about the day she fell in love with me. You <laughs> fixed my dryer. I that's the end her, of story. I fixed her dryer. <laughs> and that is not, that's not, that's not, that's not an into window or anything. No, no, he that legitimately is, fixed my dryer. I fixed her dryer. <laughs> so. Hey, Mr. Handyman. <laughs> for another job over here. And just remember, don't be a dick, tip your bartender, and drink responsibly. Ish. Ish. <laughs>